0: Salam Khosham Welcome back everyone to another edition of Team LA Talk. I'm your host, Ardif Zakari. Always nice to have you with us. Let's get right to it. Earlier this week, the second round of World Cup qualifying in Asia concluded. Iran played at home on the 29th of March. That was a Tuesday. They played at home against Oman at the Zadi Stadium in Tehran, Iran. Let's take a look at their starting lineup that day. Ali Reza Beranvan was back from suspension. He started in goal for Iran, the keeper from Naft Tehran. The four defenders we had Ramin Rezaian, Pajman Montazeri, Jalal Hosseini, and Essan Hajsafi. The two defensive midfielders were Omid Ibrahimi and Saeed Izzatulahi. For the attacking midfielders, we had Ali Reza Jaham Bash, Ashkan Dejaga, and Vahid Amiri. And up front, of course, the dangerous striker Sardar Azmoun. The subs who came in actually. Karim Ansarifar came in for Sardar Moon in the 61st minute. Mehdi Torabi came in for Ali Reza Jahan Bash in the 65th, Excuse me, in the 61st minute as well. And Mehdi Tarimi came in for Essan Hajsafi in the 81st minute. And overall, this match, Iran had control of it from start to finish. They were never in any danger. And I remember going into this match thinking that, you know, maybe it could have been tough just because Oman seems to always give Iran trouble But in the matches, they did give Iran trouble. Those matches basically took place at neutral sites or the match took place in Oman. And in this time, as I mentioned, Iran were the dominant team from start to finish. The scoring opened up in the 16th minute. A corner kick for Iran was taken by Ali Reza Jahambash. Sardar Azmoun headed the ball. It bounced. It did cross the line. For a moment, you could tell as if it looked as if Omani keeper Ali Al-Habzi tried to keep it out. But the referees were not fooled. A 1-0 lead for Iran after 16 minutes. And then, 8 minutes later, another corner kick. This time it was taken by Ashkan Dejaga. It was a, first, there was a flick-on header by the young 19-year-old kid, Saeed Izatullahi. And it went right to Sardar Asmun, who headed it home with ease. His second goal of the match, of course, he had both goals in that match because the game ended for uh, the game ended with a 2-0 victory for Iran. An excellent way for Iran to finish off this uh so, excuse me, it was an excellent way for Iran to finish off the second round of qualifying in Asia and Sardar Azmoun, just you know what can i say he just keeps on finding ways to score he's like a machine. Awesome. Offading Bachahar. Offading. And looking back at this round it's interesting to look back and realize that The round that Iran just finished for World Cup qualifying did not get started off the way that many fans would have wanted it to to get started off. I remember it was in June of 2015. They started off with a 1-1 tie at Turkmenistan. And I still remember at that time, I naturally was not very happy about it. There were probably many Team Ali fans that weren't happy about it as well. But of course, we all know it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And Iran definitely finished well. They finished on top of the group with six wins and two draws those two ties actually one of them of course was at Turkmenistan that 1-1 draw the other one was also a 1-1 draw but that was the match at Oman so overall good job free run they win the group they make it to the final round and with that let's go over which teams made it as well to the final round if you remember last time I pointed out that with eight groups of five teams there would be the eight group winners advancing and the four lucky second uh the, excuse me the four best second place teams obviously nobody wanted to be one of those unlucky second place teams so with that beside iran the other teams joining them in the final round will be australia japan south korea saudi arabia uzbekistan qatar iraq china the united arab Emirates. And two of the surprise teams that may get to the final round are definitely Thailand and Syria. And as at this moment, if I were to make a guess, I'm sure a lot of Iranian fans will be thinking, oh, you know, when the draw comes, that it would be great to get drawn with, you know, Thailand and even Syria. But in all honesty, in the final round, you don't want to take any team lightly. I still remember the previous World Cup qualifying campaign, Iran was in the same group with Lebanon. And... When when the final groups were were revealed, excuse me. When the final groups were revealed for the final rounds of 2014 World Cup qualifying, right away many Iranian fans believed that the matches against Lebanon were basically guaranteed six points. And as you all recall, Iran lost in Beirut to Lebanon one nothing. That was definitely frustrating for us Team Le fans. So anyway, having said all that, the official draw for the final two groups. The final round of World Cup qualifying in Asia will take place on April the 12th, and I'm very interested to see which teams Iran will be playing, and of course, that group will basically show how difficult the final round will be for Iran, and one thing I have already liked to hear so far is that Iranian striker Sardar Azmoun has said that he wants to be, excuse me, he said that he wants Iran to be grouped with Saudi Arabia in the final round. I definitely share his same thinking and the truth is because i want revenge against saudi arabia i still remember in the 2010 world cup qualifying campaign iran that's the last time iran was in the same group in the final round with saudi arabia and i was actually at the game against saudi arabia at the azadi stadium in tehran it was the only time i went to visit iran i was so excited to be at that game and iran was winning one nothing courtesy courtesy of a goal from masoud Shojai. And the last 11 minutes were just a complete nightmare as Saudi Arabia scored two goals to win 2-1. And ever since then, I've always wanted revenge on Saudi Arabia. And aside from Saudi Arabia, I would even also love for Iran to be grouped with Iraq as well. I definitely have not forgotten about that terrible loss in the quarterfinals of the 2015 Asian Cup in Australia to Iraq. And that was a game clearly Iraq did not earn. They had a one-man advantage for the second half, and all of extra time thanks to some terrible refereeing decisions by Ben Williams of Australia. But of course we know, uh, excuse me, of course we know Ben Williams is a referee who works for the Asian Football Confederation. Naturally, we know what that confederation is all about. I mean, if you think FIFA is corrupt, I think the Asian Football Confederation may be even more corrupt. Let's take a quick break, everybody. We'll be right back. My name is Andranik Skandarian. And you are listening to Team Melly Talk. Okay, everyone, welcome back to Team Melly Talk. Now let's shift gears to the 2016 Asian Football Confederation Champions League. And if you remember, in one of my previous editions of Team LA Talk, I made it clear that I wanted the Iranian clubs to stand up to the Asian Football Confederation. But I was not insinuating for them to withdraw from the Champions League due to the disagreement that they had with the Saudi Arabian Football Federation. And recently it has been revealed that the Football Federation of Oman has agreed to let the Iranian club teams host the Saudi Arabian club teams when they play each other when that time comes in the group stage of the Asian Champions League. So it's good for me, that's good news. I'm sure that's good news for all us Iranian football fans. Of course, naturally, I still believe that it's not fair for what has taken place, but we all know that the Asian Football Confederation is obviously... Not being fair, they probably never have been very fair as well, but, you know, we'll move past that. So for this week, let's take a look at which games will be taking place in the Asian Champions League. First for Group A, Sepahan currently only have three points. They have one win and two losses. They will be playing on the road at Tashkent against Lokomotiv Tashkent. That'll take place on April the 6th. And in Sepahan's previous match, which was on March the 15th, they lost... At home, 2-0 to Lokomotiv Tashkin. So clearly, they have a lot of work to do if they want to give themselves a better chance of of advancing to the knockout stage of the Asian Champions League. On to Group B, Zobahan have one win and two draws. They have not conceded a goal yet, but they've only scored one goal. So clearly, they need to have some more offense if they want to give themselves a better chance of securing a spot in the knockout stage. So on the 5th of April, Zobahan will be hosting Bunyadkor of Uzbekistan. That match will take place in Isfahan. And in the previous match, Zobahan did tie Bunyadkor 0-0 in Tashkent. Obviously, on the road, that was a good result. But this time, I think it'd be better for them to, of course, find a way to get that victory. On the Group C, Traktor Sazi are still on top of the group with two wins and a loss. They have six points. They will be playing at home in Tabriz against Pakhtakor Tashkent. That'll be on the 6th of April. In their previous match, which was on the 15th of March, Pakhtakor defeated Traktor Sazi 1-0 in Tashkent. So clearly, I think Traktor Sazi has a lot of work to do. I think it should be a different result now that the match will be played in Tabriz. And I'm looking forward to seeing Bakhtiyar Rahmani causing some trouble for Pakhtakor Tashkent. Okay, everyone, we are getting close to wrapping up this edition of Team LE Talk, and one thing I did forget to mention is that the 12 teams that did make it to the final round of World Cup qualifying also at the same time qualified for the 2019 Asian Cup that will be hosted by the United Arab Emirates. I know, of course, that is important news, but come on. This is all about Team LE, the national team of Iran. We want them to qualify for the World Cup that will be held in Russia in 2018. We know that we obviously knew they would be getting to the Asian Cup in the United Arab Emirates. So, anyways, aside from that, if you need any updates involving the Iranian Pro League, make sure you visit our webpage, which is www.teamle-talk.com. We also have some updated news regarding our Iranian footballers we played in Europe this past week. One thing I will mention is that Karim Ansari Fahd did score a goal for Panionios in a 3-1 victory over P-A-O-K Thessaloniki. So, good job there for Karim and Sarifa, I hope he keeps it up. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. If there are any podcast episodes you may have missed, go back to iTunes to take a look, or you can also go to teamellytalk.com and click on podcast and you'll see all the podcast episodes that are available to listen to and even download. Make sure you show some support for us on our Facebook page which is facebook.com/teamellytalk. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this edition of Team Elite Talk. I hope everyone had a nice weekend. I hope you all were able to make it to a park for Siza Badar. Thank you again for listening. I'm your host, Arif Zahari. Chodafis.